for it in the house. As hazy as a lot of my childhood is to me, I do have a very clear memory of the day when I first learned I was black. Before that, I guess, I never really knew I was black. Everybody figures out there's something called race at some point in their life, and for me, it happened when I was about seven years old. At the time, I was going to Brayton Elementary School in Summit, and I used to have a white friend named Alex. He was one of my closest friends in school. Alex and me were walking over to his house one day after school, and we bumped into this other kid from our class named Kenneth. He was one of the few other black kids who went to Brayton with me. Soon as we ran into Kenneth, Alex told him, Kenneth, you can't come over. Kenneth looked pretty bummed out, but he just walked on, head down, kicking the curb the way little kids do. Then we ran into some more kids from our class, and Alex had no problem inviting them to his house to play. We walked along the sidewalk in silence, and the question just popped into my head. I thought you told Kenneth you couldn't have any more friends over, I asked. Kenneth? Alex laughed. Oh, Kenneth. He's a darkie. He said that shit so matter-of-fact. I didn't understand it. My mind was tripping the rest of the afternoon. Damn, I thought. Alex must think I'm white. I guess I'm passing, too. Now, I had this other white friend named Mark, and the rules at his place were a little different than at Alex's. All the kids could come over to Mark's place to play in the yard, but when it got dark outside, as soon as the twilight made it hard to see, the white kids were allowed to come inside the house and keep playing, but the black kids were sent home. Nobody asked any questions. Nobody said shit. It was just accepted as the way things were and I was still considered white enough, or maybe they were just confused about what exactly I was, that I could stay and play with the white kids while the handful of black kids just split. It was confusing as hell. When I got home, I told my mother about it. She looked at me with this half-smile. Honey, people are stupid. That was her line. It's one of the things I recall her saying to me a lot. People are stupid. She didn't break that down for me, but I understood her to mean, you can't necessarily change the ignorant way people think, but you can damn sure control the way it affects you personally, and then you keep it moving. I guess my mom was preparing me in her own way, simply by downplaying it, telling me that this was some bullshit, racism, that I was going to be dealing with in some way or another for the rest of my life. Even today, I find myself constantly saying those same words under my breath. Yo, don't even sweat it. People are stupid. My mother died of a sudden heart attack when I was in the third grade. I've read some craziness online that my parents were killed in a fiery car crash. No, they both died of heart attacks, four years apart. It was me that nearly died in a car wreck but that was decades later, when I was already hustling out in Cali. When my mother passed, I didn't cry. To this day, I don't fully understand why. I didn't shed any tears. I didn't go to the funeral either. I didn't have much say in the matter. In those days, that's how grown folks handled kids when someone died. Someone, must have been my father, decided to keep me at the house, away from the church or the funeral home. All the younger kids, me and some cousins on my dad's side, 
were upstairs in our house playing the whole day. We were kind of oblivious. We never went downstairs with the mourners. I don't think it's quite the same today, but back then, there was a conscious effort to shelter kids more. You'd be sent upstairs, you might even be sent away to someone else's house during the funeral arrangements. The first time I ever cried in my life, the first time really letting out tears of grief, was at the funeral of my homie Vic. Victor Wilson. Beatmaster V. The drummer from my band Body Count. And that was in 1996, when I was a grown-ass man, after watching Vic's body get devastated by leukemia. Even today I don't dig the whole scene of a funeral. Funerals are ugly. I never go to them. I'd much rather remember the person alive. I don't want to see anybody lying in a box. My mother didn't have any...